This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Welcome back to my series, Merch by Amazon for Beginners. And maybe that wasn't the best title because genuinely, like in these videos, we're going through the Merch by Amazon resources. And like I've been in the program for over five years at this point. I am genuinely curious to see what's changed because in a lot of these resources that they make available, this is really the reference point for us sellers that we're expected to be, you know, well-versed on, you know, these are the rules that we need to adhere to in order to maintain the selling privileges through Merch by Amazon. Um, Like a lot of the stuff has changed over time. So today's video, we're going to go through the best practices section. So this is going to be packed with valuable information. Let's jump on over to Merch by Amazon and get started. All right, and we are here in the Merch by Amazon resources section. I will drop a link so you can follow along in the description of this video in case you would like to do that. So again, over here on the left-hand side, we have a navigation bar, and this is the best practices. So let's go through it, and I'm not just going to read. I'll sprinkle in my opinions when I have them, uh, but you know, I am going to use this as a guide for these videos, so let's, uh, let's get started. Okay, so artwork tips. For best results, please use one of the design templates to make your products. And if you guys weren't aware, they make a bunch of design templates available for us. And they are for Adobe Photoshop, Adobe Illustrator, and GIMP. All right, and they have them for, I think, every product type. So if you weren't aware of that, that is linked to directly from the best practices page, as you just saw. Artwork specifications. To ensure your final artwork file will upload to the portal smoothly, Follow these guidelines. Create your final artwork in RGB. This will produce a greater range of colors when printed on the different products. Output your artwork file at 100% of the print dimensions at 300 DPI. Make sure your artwork file is no larger than 25 megabytes. If you're using a Photoshop, you can choose the smallest file size in the PNG format options dialog to help reduce the final artwork file size. Now, I don't know that you'd ever really need to do that unless you're like in my experience, I don't think I ever have had to do that unless you are literally taking like a photograph and trying to put it on a T-shirt. Now, in that case, maybe you'll end up with a file larger than 25 megabytes. But um, again, I don't think I've ever ran into that problem. I haven't tried with any photos, though. So, I mean, there's that. Keep in mind, many products share the same artwork file, but will have different print size and locations based on product and garment size. And this to me refers to the recent change that they did where they have obviously products in their catalog that have variable uh, dimensions. I guess products don't have variable dimensions, but depending on what product it is that you are uploading to, they have different recommended dimensions for your artwork. As you can see here, they've basically split it up on this page uh, with with the design templates. And what they're saying is like you can upload now one design and apply it everywhere but you need to be mindful of the fact that um, they can render in different locations and have to be kind of resized. All right, artwork sizing and placement. 
for apparel products, while you can certainly use the entire 15-inch wide uh, width, often customers find that to be overwhelming. In general, keeping your maximum dimensions to 12 inches or less is better centering on the garments. Now, me personally, like, you know my stance. I like to make my designs stand out and make them big. So while I agree that the real-life result of the uh, finished product with our design on the shirt probably looks better smaller uh, when we make our designs smaller, um, when we're trying to make sales online, I opt to make my designs big. Be conscious of the placement of design elements and where they would appear in relation to your customer's anatomy. Remember that designs are printed on women's, men's, and kids' products. Now, that's another one where in the past, I don't know if it's still true, but like when you uploaded to women's shirts or I mean, you know, you would do men and women at the same time, but the way it would render on a woman's standard shirt would be pushed down. So it was weird. Like I would I would kind of design differently. I don't know. Um, they, I think they fixed it though. So it's not something we have to worry about today, but it is something to just think about in general. Like some people design vertically in the middle of the canvas space i always recommend design towards the top of the canvas space because i think that looks more natural and even in the mock-ups behind us here provided by the merch by amazon team uh, you see their designs rendered at the top of the uh, design space for apparel designs typically do the best when they're placed near the top of the print area oh my gosh it's like i read their mind for pop sockets center designs across the whole area so center horizontally and center vertically all right next defining transparency what you see on screen may not be what is printed. On screen, when lowering the opacity of elements within your design, the underlying artwork becomes visible. During printing, a white underbase is printed on darker colored products under the artwork and may cause undesired results with transparencies. So as a general rule of thumb, I never really ever use transparency in any of my designs that will be printed. So if it's print on demand at all, I don't ever use transparency. And if you guys, I mean, I would just invite you to like do sample orders if you want to get crazy with your designs. But uh, I just honestly think it's best not to do that at all. All right, next, print true black. CMYK is the most common color space for printing. However, we require all art files to be created in the RGB space. The richest black you can achieve is hex 000. You can accomplish this by using the software's color picker or by manually entering in the color build. Bonus question, anybody know what white is? It is hex FFF. Artwork resolution. When designing your artwork, create the files at 100% of the print dimensions at 300 DPI. This will ensure a sharp image that isn't blurry or pixelated. Your image should remain sharp even when your artwork elements are sized down for printing. Remember to not scale up unless it's a vector file unless like or this will cause pixelation so a vector file is resolution independent you can scale it up infinitely or down infinitely when you have a bitmap file which is like the opposite of a vector it's rows and columns of pixels so if you try to scale it up uh, the pixels are going to start to become noticeable choosing colors water-based inks are used in dtg printing and the ink colors cmyk are translucent on darker colors, a white ink base is printed first, and then color is added on top. This is key to seeing the colors on dark garments. So that's interesting, like I wouldn't have known that myself, but you know, we learn as we go. Keep in mind very subtle color differences between colors in your artwork and the base color of the product may not print as expected. 
Typically, RGB screen colors appear more vibrant on screen than CMYK colors printed on products. So here they're showing like the Heather blue shirt with a blue design on top may look like it's crisp and dis discernible on screen, but then when you get the finished product, uh, it's very hard to see the blue against the blue shirt, um, even the dark blue against the dark Heather sweatshirt. So, I mean, guys, like if you follow my content with any regularity, you know that I always recommend using like sharp uh, color contrast that our eyes are able to, you know, easily see the difference between the foreground with your design and the background, which is the color of the product it's printed on. Uh, and if anybody needed a reminder, uh, don't put a yellow design on a yellow t-shirt, of course. Remember, customers are buying what they see based on the image on screen and may think that the actual printed product is a mistake leading to bad reviews and returns. And you do want to keep your returns uh, low. Printing text and lines. Recommendations for type and line weights will differ based on what is printed on. The following images are recommendations based on the type of materials. These should be used as general guidelines for how to design your artwork to print as expected. Keep in mind, the artwork will always look cleaner and crisper on screen in comparison to the printed version. So lightweight fabrics, the recommended, okay, I'm not going to read this, but guys, you know my general thoughts are that bigger is pretty much better, and I don't worry about um, what product it is that you're uh, printing your designs on. I generally think that if you're designing in a uh, big, bold, easy-to-read font, then you're going to be just fine. And I don't adjust the font size or the font weight based on the product. I have my go-to fonts as well. And I do recommend you keep a list of fonts that you think look good with your designs. That way you can design more efficiently because, you know, time is money now, right? Like with print on demand, time really is money. And the more uh, online real estate you can occupy with products for sale, the more money you'll make, generally speaking. All right, so we'll scroll through all of these recommendations. Uh, when it comes to pop sockets, the recommended minimum font size is 24 points and the minimum line weight is two points. I typically just take the same design that I use for t-shirts and hoodies and whatnot and just scale it down to the pop socket. But if you want to optimize for just a pop socket, that's also uh, on the table as an option. Product tips. In general, the print area on the front of garments will start 1.5 inches down from the bottom of the collar and on the front and three inches down from the collar on the back. The garments with exception to this are the men's raglan baseball tee, which start two and a half inches down from the bottom of the collar on the front. So yeah, I think they cleaned up that issue I was referring to earlier about the men's first women's standard t-shirts. The following tips are for specific products. V-neck shirts. The top of the print area is one and a half inches from the tip of the V on the collar. While the artwork is the same dimensions as the t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, etc., the placement of the artwork will visually look much lower. Please keep this in mind when creating your artwork. Yeah, and this is kind of what I was referring to uh, with like the older, you know, women's fit uh, standard t-shirts. And I think it, maybe it changed because I know that they used to fulfill it from a different shirt and then they switched the shirt providers at one point a couple years back and I think that maybe changed it. But the v-neck gives you an idea of what I was referring to. Raglan baseball t-shirts. The men's and women's raglan baseball t-shirts are constructed differently, which affect the print area on the garment. The men's crew neck and the angle of the full length sleeves require the top of the printing area to start two and a half inches down from the collar and a slightly reduced print area. 
Zip hoodies. The zip hoodie uses the same artwork dimension as the pullover hoodie and will print across the zipper. We recommend that you do not put fine lines or small type across the zipper because the fabric may shift slightly during the printing process and distort the artwork. We recommend using the new PSD hoodies template, which highlights the safe zones on the front of the zip hoodie. Popsocket grit grips art, an expandable phone holder accessory with completely different printing parameters from garments. A Popsocket frequently asked questions page has been created to address artwork dimensions, bleeds, and safe zones, and printing tips. There's also a specific PSD template for use. All right, here we go. General do's and don'ts. Do. Create designs that work with the products in terms of placement, color, and size. Double check for misspellings in your artwork as well as in your product descriptions. Avoid elements and fonts that subtly blend into the product color. These can either blend in completely and not be visible on the product or print a halo with the hard edge. Refer to the artwork tips above when including elements with a transparency less than 20%. These may not print as expected. Be aware of what content is allowable and what is not, and how this differs for each marketplace. For more information on allowable content, read the content policy section, and we'll address that in a different video, but yes, this is here in case you want to check it out. Don't. Create artwork on or product descriptions with misleading information, such as there are certain trigger words that you cannot submit anymore, like neon, glitter, glow in the dark, and I know there's more than that, but uh, those are just to name a few because um, they were misguiding customers and setting expectations that couldn't be met with the printing and the final product, so make sure to avoid those words, which will not print as intended and will mislead customers. Don't use words or sentences that describe the product, such as shipping promises, sizing, print quality, or print effect. That's also something that a lot of merch sellers used to do. Don't submit designs that pertain to accidents, natural disasters, and shootings. For more information on allowable content, read the content policy section. All right, we're almost done. They have guidelines for the new design editor. So this is something uh, relatively recent that happened as an update for the product creation process. Okay, general guidelines. For the best experience, your artwork should be PNG format, trimmed of all extraneous blank or transparent pixels, as large as possible, dimensions of 4,500 pixels or more will give you the most flexibility, less than 25 megabytes, and RGB color, 8 bits per channel. Here are some words to know, and again, it's kind of related to the artwork side of things, which it's kind of weird because like us being on this side of the business, we never really have to see the finished product, worry about printing, worry about how the machines operate and what the best practices are for design. So that's why I think it's great for beginners, intermediate, expert sellers every now and then to kind of get a refresher. Words to know. Artwork dimensions are the width and height of your artwork. Merch uses pixel dimensions. CMYK stands for cyan, magenta, yellow, and key. Key is black. It's the color mode used for some types of ink printing. Merch converts RGB artwork to CMYK for printing some products. DPI is the number of dots per inch in a printed image. File format determines how file data is saved and encoded. A portable network graphic or PNG file would have a .png extension. File size is measured in megabytes. This is the amount of storage used by your artwork. Full bleed products refer to products that have artwork that reaches the edge of the product. Our current full bleed products are pop sockets, phone cases, tote bags, and throw pillows.
Global artwork is the artwork file you upload at the top of the create page for all products. That's because now with the new update to the create page, uh, it'll take that file and apply it to all the products. Global uploader is the box on the top of the create page where you can drag and drop artwork or click to browse for an artwork file. Printable area is the physical area on a product that can be printed. In the design editor, the printable area is shown as a rectangle with a gray dashed border. RGB is standard red, green, and blue color mode, which defines how color data is stored. Merch recommends RGB because your artwork is used for both printing and display on product detail pages. Safe zone is where you should place the most important parts of your design. Design content outside of the safe zone is still printed, but might be cut off or obscured by seams, cut lines, or camera holes. In the new design editor, the safe zone is shown as a rectangle with a red dashed border. Saving your artwork. The new design editor always allows you to upload your artwork with any dimension greater than 485 by 485 pixels, which by the way is for pop sockets, to use on every product. Artwork will automatically scale to fit and center on each product. When you create artwork, start with a large width and height. The design editor will allow you to shrink artwork, not make it bigger. We recommend starting with a height and width of at least 4,500 pixels, but you might want to go a bit larger to allow more flexibility. Save, the ex save or export the file as a PNG in RGB color mode. And real quick, I'll just make a quick recommendation. Like I still, even with the new um, design like element, what do they call it? The global artwork thing, <laughs> global artwork. I still optimize my designs at 4,500 by 5,400 pixels. And those are the uh, standard old standard dimensions and they tend to work well uh, on every product. So when you save artwork files in your design software, we recommend removing all extra blank or transparent pixels, trimming your file to the edges of your design. Trimming allows the merch design editors centering tools to work as expected. Then if you want to resize your artwork or reposition it to the pocket or a collar area, you can do that using the tools right on the portal for each product independently. On the left, the desi design is surrounded by transparent pixels. Although the artwork dimension is 4,500 by 5,400, the dimension of the Hello World text is 3,500 by 3,500 pixels. So they're showing you that like you can upload square dimensions to the vertical rectangle that is applied to like most products on Merch by Amazon, such as the standard T-shirts. And then you know, in that case too, that would also be uh, more ideal for our pop sockets, for instance, where the dimensions are you know a square ultimately. Uploading your artwork. Upload your artwork at the top of the create page by dragging a file into the global uploader or clicking the brow to browse for a file in your computer. Your artwork will be placed on all products centered within the printable area and safe zone. If you're happy with the default artwork placement, all you need to do is add the product details before you publish. Even though you'll see your artwork applied to all products, we'll only publish to products and marketplaces that have been selected in the select products screen. If you want to adjust the size and positioning of your artwork on each product, click the edit details button to use the new design tools. You can also add a back image on apparel products by clicking on the back button of the product view. On full bleed products, you have the option to add a background color to your design. Also just worth mentioning that if you upload to both the front and the back of apparel products, you will reduce your royalty. Uh, I believe like a 1999 standard t-shirt goes from $5.23 profit to like a dollar and change if you do front and back. So that's worth considering. Artwork positioning. 
On apparel products, gray dashed rectangles show the printable area. You can make your artwork larger than the printable area, but it will be cut off. On full bleed products, the printable area is the entire surface of the product. Keeping your artwork within the safe zone, the dashed red rectangle will guarantee that nothing important is cut off or obscured by seams, cut lines, or camera holes. Since artwork can be placed on the entire surface, we show you a simplified design area for those products. If your design is a pattern, we suggest enlarging it to cover the printable area, including outside of the safe zone. To envision how your artwork translated from the simplified canvas to the physical product, click the preview button above the design tools. Here you can see the, gra the dashed gray rectangle is the printable area on a t-shirt and the red dashed rectangle is the safe zone on a throw pillow. All right, editing tools. Use the product design editor to accelerate the publishing process and fine tune your artwork for each product. By the way, I just had a funny thought. I wonder if the Merch by Amazon team like knows I exist and they're like, we should offer to pay him to narrate the, the updates that we make to the resources section. And then the smartest guy in the room probably raises their hand and says, there's no need to pay him to do that. He'll find his way here and he'll eventually make videos for us for free. And here I am doing that just that right now. <laughs> if you guys are still with me, we're almost done. But hey, do me a favor, hit, a, hit that like button. Uh, let the YouTube algorithm know that we're going through some helpful content here for merch sellers. All right, editing tools. Use the product design editor to accelerate the publishing process and fine tune your artwork for each product. I think I already said that. All right, A, and right, they have labels here. So each letter correlates to something in this infographic. A, design view. View your artwork on the design canvas. B, preview. View your artwork on the finished product. C, scale. Drag the slider to scale up or down your artwork so it can scale it up, scale it down. To preserve the quality of your artwork, you can only scale up to 100% of your original artwork dimension. Okay, we mentioned earlier why that is because PNG is a bitmap format graphic and if you scale it up beyond its native dimensions, it will be pixelated. It will not look good. D, center horizontally. E, center vertically. F, fill. Scale your artwork up to completely fill the printable area while retaining its original proportions. Fill will only work if your artwork dimension is bigger or the same as the dimension of the printable area. So that's probably what you're going to want to use, the fill. G, background color. You can add a background color to your product in this wizard. H, remove background, and it will remove the background color. I, reset everything, including the default placement on the product and the background color. J, remove artwork, and it does just that. Uh, here you can see the color picker. I don't think I need to read like how to use the color picker. Hopefully we're all familiar with that. All right, and as we're almost done, product-specific artwork. Merch's product templates previously required specific artwork for each product type. You can still use these templates to preview what your artwork will look like on specific products, but you're no longer required to export or upload specific sizes. Yeah, so shout out to the people at merchresize.com. Uh, that website got me through years and years of converting my standard dimension designs to hoodie dimensions and phone case dimensions and pop socket dimensions. Fortunately, we no longer need to use merch resize because we can just render our design once and I still do the standard dimensions and now we can just upload it once and it will apply to all products. So thank you to the merch team for the most recent update. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> Saves a lot of time. If you have, have a design created for a specific product, you can still use it by overriding the global artwork and replacing it for a product. To do this, edit details for the product and click the red X icon next to the design. You can now upload artwork for that product by dragging a file into the box or clicking to browse your computer. Your artwork will adjust to fit the safe zone. 
You can easily adjust this by clicking on the fill tool to make the artwork fill the entire printable area, as we just said. All right, guys, and we have made it through <laughs> the whole article of best practices. It seems like it just gets longer with time, but hey, I still learned a bunch because I hadn't read through. The, like, I think when they add new stuff, it just goes honestly to the bottom of the article. So uh, all the new stuff basically related to this new um, design tool and whatnot, Really cool. Obviously, I've used it before, but I hadn't read the resource page. Anyways, I should shut up because this video has already gone on, gone on long enough. But guys, thank you for watching. Before I leave, I wanted to remind you that I run a free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. You can take advantage using the link in the description. Two winners are randomly selected and announced every Sunday. Also in the description, I've got a link to my seven-day Merch by Amazon mini course. It's completely free. All I need is your email address, and I'll send you one lesson a day for seven days. And I've got a great Merch by Amazon Facebook community that I'd love to have you in if you're not a member and you guessed it, the link is in the description. Last but not least, I have a full Merch by Amazon course. I call it Amazon Merch School. It shows you how I went from tier 10 all the way to tier 200,000 and made over $750,000 in sales to date. You can learn everything I know about Merch by Amazon in this course. If you wanna learn more, there's a link in the description. Thank you guys for watching. Please drop a like on the video if it helped and subscribe if you're not already and I will see you at the next one.